make you laugh so hard I give you an angina Making more dough than director Rob Reiner If you heckle me, I give your ass a shiner Then diss you with a dope-ass one-liner On the microphone, I kill it well I make laughter spill because I'm ill for real Jail, my jokes are sick like Lyme disease from a tick And in every show, I bang the hottest Hello everybody, welcome to Last Exit to Brooklyn My name is Tom McCaffrey, your host before we start, please uh, buy my CDs and buy and watch my movie, <laughs> Adventures in Comedy. Uh, and yeah, I guess that's it to plug. And please rate and review this podcast. We had a couple of new ratings, so were they good? Keep it up. <laughs> they were pretty good. Yeah, okay. yeah. So Molly Heckerling is here again. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for coming. No worries. What's what's? I haven't seen you in a little while. It's been I don't know, like a month. Yeah. How you did a show last night? Yeah, it was a good show. Oh really? Um, it was uh, George and the Comedians. It was hosted by George Diaz. Um, yeah, I think I know him. It was at Broadway. Yeah. Was it good? It was good. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. He was uh, filming it as a pilot for MTV, I guess, and he. Oh like, really? Yeah, he had like six comics. Actually, no, seven comics, and we each did like ten minutes, and there was a live band in the beginning, and um, did they do it upstairs or downstairs? They did it upstairs. Oh, okay. Um, I like that room better. I like that room better too. Have you done the downstairs room? I have, and it's weird. It it's feels not like- a. It's a really hard room. If it's if it's full, it's really. It's like one of the hardest rooms. To do, I think. Yeah, I feel like if it's full, it's hard, and if it's you know mostly empty, it's a nightmare. It's yeah, like no one really wants to be there. It's better if it's more empty, but there's something about because it goes really far back. Yeah. So if it's packed, you just feel like no one in the back is even like paying attention. Right. Someone said this to me the other day, like, and it, it was I thought I was glad it wasn't only me. They said if, whenever you're up there, you feel like you're like fighting for your life up there like yeah. and so i always feel like i'm fighting to, for people to like pay attention to me there and then like that makes me not funny because i'm not relaxed like i feel like i'm trying too hard so there's a lot of it's not i've never had like an easy set there where i'm like oh yeah i'm like doing well and i can just kind of relax yeah i got uh, spoiled because it was th- i my first set was actually there it was one of those bringer shows and i like brought you know a few friends and family and like i killed and it was like that false confidence of right. like the miraculously good first set that was like, your your first set was there yeah, it was like one of those audition spots where you like, you know, clearly just like a bringer job and everyone's yeah. an amateur and like, you know, maybe if you're good enough, they'll like give you a residency spot or, you know, festival spot. Right, right. Um, did you get and- those from um, when you won that contest? I did. Um, and the first time I performed, I got a spot at the Stand Up 360 Festival. And I was like, oh, it's going to be a festival. It's going to be like... And then I got there. It was like the women's night. And there were probably like five people in the room, including my boyfriend. Right. In that big, huge, vacuous show Right, right. And um, it was just like you go from having like all the confidence of being good at something to like, oh, my God, this was horrible. Like, I want to die. Yeah. Um, well, that's... That's comedy. <laughs> Welcome to comedy. Yeah. No, that's that's the interesting about thing about comedy. It just shifts on a dime. Like one week will be great, and then the next week, like you'll just you can't get anyone to like you. It's weird. Yeah. I did a show at like New York New York Comedy Club like a week ago, and uh, p- 
people were, it wasn't a bad crowd, but like they just didn't like me. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I mean, I, that they were like dumb. You know, I, I always kind of mm-hmm. go to that where like, oh, they're just dumb. They didn't get me. I, but I do feel like they were, de- they're one of those crowds. You can tell it's a dumb crowd when, um, when you say things and a lot of times after you say something, they go, Ooh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Cause they're just, precious about human life and morals and shit. I don't know what um. that. It's just kind of <laughs> like, this is a comedy, not yeah. even like offensive, you know, like things about, you know, society, you yeah. know, just like normal shit. Where, like I know. did a joke about, you know, I'm like, oh, I, I just turned 45, but you know, I know that sounds old, but don't worry, I, f- I fuck like a 12-year-old. You know, and they're like, oh. And it's like, oh, this, come on, it's a fucking joke. No, and this like, woman goes, that's not good. And I was like, right, right. Yeah, that's, that's the joke. Yeah, yeah. And Thanks, then, Ma Kettle. <laughs> no, and then another one I go, uh, y- you know, when uh, I, I went to a store and, you know, sometimes you, you'll be like, the, instead of saying they don't have it, they'll be like, they don't make those anymore. Right. You know, and I'll be like, no, I think they still make toothpaste. Like, you just own a shitty store. And then I was like, I'm going to use that excuse when I don't have something. Like, do you have a condom? I'll be like, they don't make those anymore. (laughs) And then I go, they also don't make me paying for dinner anymore. Oh, my God. And this woman goes, that sucks. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, you know, immediately I got really, because, I mean, I thought she was being like, your, that joke sucks. Oh, yeah. And I was like, what? You know, that's like a bad... And I was like, w- w- what? That sucks? And she was like, yeah, that's cheap. Oh, that you don't pay for dinner. I was just like, oh, my God. You know gosh. what you should have called her? You should have called her a misogynist. Because <laughs> it's like, that's sexist to assume that men always have to, like, yeah. pay for dinner and that women can't... You know what I mean? It's yeah, like, I'm trying to be... I, it's, I, it's the double-edged sword. I called her something even more clever. I, I said she was a bitch. Her <laughs> no, I did say she was... I was like, all right, well, you're a bitch. Like, I did... And it, it was funny. I was like, I'm going to say this and this could go either way. And they did laugh. I think I oh, said it funny. kind of... Um, yeah, it was really clever. Uh, <laughs> but then I and then like there's a thing like you know does this happen to you ever? I mean I'm sure it does. Like like this always happens to me at New York Comedy Club. Like the waitress whenever I'm on stage comes right to the front row and just stands there like giving drinks. Oh okay. Seems like it always happens when I'm on stage and it just completely you know distracts the crowd. Have you been going up at a similar time when you go there? I don't probably, but it's always just kind of like I'm third. I think it's just it 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 it, it always just. I mean, it's only happened like three times, but it really does. Have you has ever like it really affects how you're doing? It throws the whole thing. It's like doing a check spot, I imagine, where it's like now the person's distracted because they're getting served their drinks, they're getting food, they're talking to the server. Everyone's looking at the because she's standing right there, and I feel yeah. like what I think what pissed me off about it is like. She wasn't trying to be, um, you know, inconspicuous about it. She, mm-hmm. I felt like it was an attitude of just like, I don't give a shit. Like, this is what I have to do. And I understand that's your job, but I feel, yeah. also feel like there's like a performance going on. Because that happens sometimes where certain weight steps, I think, are better than others. Like, they're more cognizant of like, oh, this might be distracting. And I think their attitude is just like, I don't care. Right. What are you doing that's so great? I'm like, I'm like the reason <laughs> this thing is a fucking place. Yeah. 
Okay. <laughs> um, it's like I'm the entertainment and I'm the only one who's not getting paid to be here. Right. I wasn't like, getting paid. It was just like, um, oh, I'm sorry. Am I really like it's not enough that I'm not getting paid and now you're distracting them like. Yeah. And acting like I'm the asshole. I don't know. I mean, like I, I've gone in for a couple of those jobs and they make it sound like, you know, you have to take the orders at a very specific time and you have to drop the first round of drinks at a very specific right. time because you have to be done by the time the they're show like is spe- done. They're like, specifically do it when Tom McCaffrey's yeah, on stage. Yeah, so they're like, when you see Tom like, get up like, there, <laughs> when you really start to see him struggle, that's yeah. when you should go. No, I think it's like if you if you see he's actually like starting to get some uh, momentum, oh, yeah. get, get out there. Because I was like doing okay and then that happened. Oh, and it was shit. like... And I do get really distracted by that, and it like distracts me. I can't, it's hard for me to just plow through. I mean, I, I kind of did. But well, have whatever. you ever tried like playing into it, being like, "What'd you get?" Or like, yeah, you know? a little bit. But then, like, what happens is like that can go south because they're not listening to you, and then it becomes you're talking to people, and you've distract, oh, right, you've right. like stopped the momentum, and then the people you're talking to aren't even paying attention. And I think I did do that. I was like, "What do you guys?" She's like, "Pina Colada," and I just didn't really have anything funny to say. And <laughs> and then you could like hear them making the Pina Colada. Oh, God, I hate that. Yeah, where it's like you just hear blenders in yeah. the background. I, and I made a joke. I was like, you know, if, if possible, can you guys order the loudest drinks possible? Yeah. Um. <laughs> so um, anyway, yeah, it was great. So I, I did a show once where it was like a really small sort of divey venue and you could hear the hand dryer in the bathroom. Yeah, that's, and that was rough. Do you remember where that was? Um, was it here or was it... No, I think it was in Jersey. Um, it was like a bar in Jersey. That's a really good. That happened to me recently. Yeah, it is a loud hand dryer, and it's right. But I made a joke. I was like, you you know, you're killing when you can hear the the hand dryer in the bathroom. And I was like, that's not even the hand dryer from here. That's a hand dryer from like thirty <laughs> blocks away. That's a good. That's a good save. Yeah, yeah, it did well. Um, yeah. I feel like it, you know, it's just like because it's an it's a bathroom thing instead of a kitchen thing. It's like it's a it's a distraction as like aspect, but it's also like gross. Um, that you're hearing that. Yeah, like bathroom stuff. It's like you know, I'm always worried that you're just gonna hear someone like ralphing or shit. Yeah, I used to I used to do this place where. Uh, they had the the audio from the show. You could hear it in the bathroom. That's weird. So I'd always make a joke of I would start saying stuff to people in the bathroom. Oh God! And I'd be like, and it would do really well because I'd be like, just imagine if you're in the bathroom right now and you're hearing the comedian like saying shit about you. You're like, this guy's crowd work is unbelievable. Yeah. Like he's not even in the room and he's like making fun of me. Yeah. I think I would do it when someone would get up and go to the bathroom. Oh, okay. Just to put him on the spot. Yeah. I guess I thought that was, that was funny. Um, yeah, so comics always have like such a fuck you for getting up during my set mentality. Yeah, well that is it is distracting. Like it is distracting. They, it depends on how like um how you know some some people do it like very I don't, I don't know if abruptly, but some people don't try and even hide that they're doing it. You know what I mean? Right. It's really bad if you ever had to be right when you get up an entire table just decides to leave. Oh yeah. And, and it's, it's like, great, there goes half the room. Right, and it's not... Actually, I think it was a, I did a show with you at Black Cat. That kind of happened, right? That was that was a crazy night. I was actually... I saw Eric Bronstein last night, and I was talking to him about that show because it was like a bunch of teenagers came in, and they were being super rowdy. Yeah. And um, in a way, like, because I was doing well in the first half of my set, 
I think they sort of felt like, oh, there's not going to be any fun in giving this bitch a hard time. Like, we're just going to go. And then after they left, I fucking ate it. And I was like, can we get those kids back in here? Like, that was better. There was, like, a tension when they were in there because people weren't sure what they were going to do. Because they were there to, like cause mayhem they were they were like hassling the guy who was up there yeah louis katz was on and they they were were like oh you're doing your little joke thing yeah i think they've been there before and then they did something where they grabbed like all these straws yeah to be shitty you know i mean I, i remember i was like really mad but then i was like i guess they're like 13 year old kids and like they could be doing worse things and just going to a coffee shop and grabbing straws yeah being upstarts i mean and i would have totally and i did things like that as a kid like we would have gone in there and just yelled at the comedians oh my god that's (laughs) funny i was more of a i was more of a quiet delinquent i was like you know just the smoking and the drug use i don't think i would ever go in and heckle someone or try to ruin their show just to be a dick yeah um i also kind of feel like I mean, maybe You're it's not like a out. gender thing. I, I, am I missing yeah, out? Yeah, it was great. No, I mean, like, we wouldn't have sought that out, but if we had seen that, we would have definitely done things to make it shitty. Because it's like, oh my God, you know that, like, these people's lives are in shambles for them to even be doing this in the first place. So then to be like, you're doing your old joke thing, and it's like, I'm going to go home and kill myself. <laughs> Probably not even. We wouldn't have even, like, realized. I don't think you realize at that age what that is. You just kind of go into a place, and you're like, what's going on? Like, someone's talking, and everyone's listening. <laughs> you just would have done things to. Dis- I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't have done it. I just feel like we were kind of like annoying kids no but it's funny because it is fun to like razzle people yeah Um, we we wouldn't have um they were like kind of bad kids they were like i don't know they just wanted to cause some trouble for like you know the old white people i think yeah they did you know you guys think you're fucking funny you're having your little seinfeld wannabe moment right now i think it was good that you went up because i think if i had gotten up i would have gotten really mad and they would have been funnier and they would have harassed they definitely would have harassed me oh yeah they totally would have yeah and i would have like probably engaged it and it it just would have been because with you it just felt maybe it was a gender thing maybe they were like oh we're not gonna but also i was like talk i was making like sex shop jokes which for like a 13 year old boy is like yeah they didn't really they didn't really yell at you right have you been heckled no oh okay and and i was really nervous last night because um there was a heckler there there was a guy who was like fucking stewed to the eyebrows before the show even started i don't know where he bought his tickets but he was clearly pissed off at like what the show was and they he left you alone yeah, he left. He, he liked my set. He you seem very, like you'd be good with hecklers. Like, and you and think? I, I think in a way that you wouldn't be um, combative with them, and they would like stop. Yeah, I feel and if like, they didn't stop, yeah. the crowd would be on your side because you wouldn't be like they wouldn't be like, hey, you don't have an attitude of like. Hey, look at me. I'm a, like, don't fuck with me. Like, you seem no. more of an attitude of like, oh, hey, I'm just doing this. Please don't, you know. I would probably do just that. be like, if someone was like, you suck, I'd be like, oh, you're right. You sound just like my dad. Which is like pr- maybe a better way to like, or at least, I don't know, something about your temperament. I feel like they wouldn't mess with you as much. Maybe. Like, it's kind of like kicking a puppy because I'm just like, so yeah. <laughs> just sort of like, I show up and I go, I'm sorry. So it's like, yeah. you know, there's no fun. In heckling or harassing someone who's already down, I think you want to take down the people who think, think that they're... Con- yeah, and I think know. they'd still do it, but it, I feel like the crowd would be more on your side. Because there is a thing where... But there's some hecklers, they probably just wouldn't care. Probably just some drunk prick would just keep going. But like, 
the problem with hecklers is like if you know everyone's looking to you to like shut them to you know one up them. Oh yeah. And the then if you do, they get madder and then they want to keep going. Oh, really? And they they're not usually I mean not always, but like if they're not very clever and then they just start I've had this happen before where they'll say something and then I'll say something back and the crowd will be on my side and then yeah. they get mad and oh, they're yeah. like cuz they're like this guy's like embarrassing me now so yeah. so then they just keep yelling oh, at yeah, you Oh yeah because now they're drunk and you know angry and you yeah, look stupid Yeah they're with some girl and now they look stupid I once gotten yeah. like a, like I once got off stage to fight a guy Really Yeah I didn't fight him but like I was like I'm going to like this was at like a crappy open mic Mhm Oh, at an open mic where the stakes are high. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But I had like paid to do it, and oh, like yeah. the guy was like, they were. It was a guy and a girl, and they were just. It was really early on, wow, and I what was an like, oh, it was really bad. Who heckles at an open mic? It, I they weren't even comic. They were just there, <laughs> and I love. They were like looking back. I didn't think of it then. They were like, yeah, you're such. A, I think they were like, you're such a loser. I feel sorry for you. And like looking back, I'm like. You're the one. You're at the show on your. You came here to like just watch a show. Yeah. It was a horrible open mic with like ten people in like a basement. Right. Um. I didn't handle it well. I mean, I basically was like, I'm gonna kick your, and I got off stage, and then the people grabbed me to to like not. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, you were like a firecracker. Well, it was that thing of like, hold me back, hold me back. You know, <laughs> hold what I mean? me back, and then when someone like go, like, no, I told you to hold me. Right. I mean, I didn't ask people to hold me back, but they did hold me back. Yeah. Um, which I was fine with. I was like, okay, cool. I can't do anything. <laughs> yeah, that was kind um, of a traumatic. That was a traumatic shit. event. Um, so can we talk about so all right so the the Kavanaugh thing? Have you been following that? The Brett Kavanaugh. Yeah, he's a hearings. Prick. Um. And Lindsey Graham's a prick, and uh, yeah, that was like horrible. Oh my god, it's just like. Did you, know, you watch uh, Ford's testimony? It was heartbreaking. I mean, that poor woman. Did she? How I didn't see. I wasn't able to see. It. I saw like the highlights of it. You know, she gave a really like, God, a gut wrenching first person account of what happened, and yeah. it sounded horrible and traumatic and. Um, and then he came out, and, and they, then and, he came out, and he was just and he's like just belligerent and entitled, and he's crying all over himself. And the horrible thing is, I think the main problem now is he's so clearly Trump's guy, mm-hmm. and he so clearly shares Trump's view of what's happening. Like that, uh, the Democrats are completely against him, and this is all I can. Like the whole thing, he the tirade he went on about revenge for the election and um the clintons and all it's so it's kind of like so you're gonna be i mean this is what everyone's saying it's like so you're gonna be on the supreme court and you're gonna be a neutral justice no he wasn't even neutral just sitting there i mean like not he's there to defend himself obviously but he completely unraveled like in a way where it's like you want to be a supreme court justice you're do you, do you think he couldn't have won? I mean, I'm just saying, like, if he had gone the other route of being calm, do you, what do you, do you think people would have attacked him for that? Like, well, why aren't you angry? Obviously, you're not. I'm no, just being devil's advocate. People, I don't think people would have attacked him for that. I think people still would have, you know, I, some people are still out there defending him, but I think people for the most part would still be suspect that he did it. Um, I think if he had at least been calm, he so did it. Oh my God. He <laughs> uh, so fucking did it. Are you kidding? Um, and then he like, you could tell that in a lot of his answers, 
um, when like when he was asked if he's ever been uh, blackout drunk, he totally evaded the question. Oh, yeah. Like Every you know, question. he he. Have you? you know, I like, have you been blackout? Have you? And that was like, so horrible. It's like can you just? You're not going to say yes or no, are you? Because you know, if you say yes or no, you run the risk of like right. Per- what is it? Perjuring yourself? Yeah. Um. So it's like you're like not even good at. So you've never you've never drank and not and had a a, mor- a morning of oh I don't really remember everything that happened like that's basically what he's saying he's like no I've never I've never forgotten anything that's happened from dr- I yeah I drink a lot of beer well, I've never like- won I'm like there's no way that's true. And he, all he had to be was like, yeah, I drank a lot of beer. Like, did I black out? No, I never blacked out. I mean, maybe there were nights that I drank a little too much. He, like, he never even actually, like, you know, he wants the implication to be there without him having to say it. But he probably has, or even if he hasn't, he probably still is a malicious asshole who... Yeah, you know, and then... There were the uh, oh, and the other thing. This was the big thing that they didn't really. I mean, book Senator Booker talked about it where because the whole thing where he he even said it at one point where because you know they kept asking about the FBI investigation. He's like, I don't, you know, I want I want to do what the committee wants to do. Like he would never commit to it. He's he's terrified of an investigation. I I'm. I'm really disappointed in a lot of Democrats right now because like Republicans are straight up evil, but the Democrats are like showing absolutely no well spine. I thought like Booker and you know Senator Harris and and Durbin did a good job, but they did a good job. But Tom Perez like came out recently saying to Democrats like, oh, you know, I want you to know that if you guys end up like if anyone ends up voting him in, they're not going to be like ostracized from the party, and it's like. What kind of thing is that to fucking right, say? Right, right. Yeah, that's uh, it's, it's scary that there will be some. I I have a feeling he might withdraw during this investigation. I have a feeling because he might be no. Say what what he um, at one point he was like, well, why should we have an investigation? Like I have evidence corroborating. He's like, I have this calendar, which I thought was so. I'm like. So you ha- you brought a calendar, so yeah. that's that that's all the evidence. And then this is the thing that I feel like it's getting attention now. But Booker was it, it's almost it's weird. Like w- the calendar, which was his big evidence, is ending up kind of working against him. Have you heard about that? Because yeah. July first, he writes this thing of like I went over to so and so's with so and so, you know, with Mark Judge. He he names all the people that she says were at that party. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I went to hang out with them and we we drank skis, you know, like brewskis. Oh, okay. Um but it was around that time, like that sounds like the party that she describes being at. Yeah. So in a and then, you know, that that's gonna be the big I mean, I hope in the investigation is she says she ran into Mark Judge at who worked at Safeway like six weeks later. So they're gonna have to look and she said in her testimony, I wish I knew when he worked there, so then that would give me a better time estimate of what, exactly what night it was. Right. So that's right. going to be a big thing. They're going to be like, "Well, when did you work at Safeway?" Yeah. And he's going to be like that, and then it'll be like, "Oh, August fifteenth, and because I, I, it falls right around. So in his calendar, it kind of says, and and Cory Booker is one of the only ones that sort of was saying that. Yeah. Um. Um. But anyway, yeah. So. No, he was good, and Kamala Harris was good, and I. Uh, it's funny because, like, weren't they? All, he was also trying to go with the argument that, oh, you know, the people that you named at that party are saying that they don't recall such a gathering. 
Well, and he kept saying, well, they all corroborate that it didn't happen. That's what he kept saying. And that's not really true. They didn't say it didn't happen. They were just like, I don't remember. They were like, it wasn't an eventful party. Yeah, people like, I don't remember that. I don't remember it. Yeah, and it's like, well, why would you? You weren't in that room. Well, also, like, he, he kept saying they exonerated him because he's like, well, they said it didn't happen. And that's not what they said. It's kind of like if you were like, someone was like, "Hey, do you did you?" Did someone you said someone happen? murdered them, and like I don't remember being there at a party where someone got murdered. Like I'm just being like someone someone got murdered at a party. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that party? And being like, I don't remember that party, and be like, see, I didn't do it. Yeah, and it's they like, don't they don't remember the party. Yeah, it's like I wasn't there when someone got murdered, and I this was a party from years ago. Right. Could just- you, I'm sorry. I was going to say, like, I, I I was trying to think, like, if I was in that situation where someone was like, hey, do you remember a party from, like, 25 years ago? Who the fuck would I wonder if that? I I wonder if I'd be able to. <laughs> I mean, there's tons of shit I don't remember about, like, you know, high school, college parties. And, like, you know, you remember broad strokes, but not all the particulars. And, yeah. like, you know, when people break off into separate rooms and do shit. And, like, yeah, you, you definitely know. don't remember that. Yeah, it's like, and not remembering something or not seeing something isn't the same but as just not even like, But just even, like... Because it's not even like, hey, we, we know you saw it happen. It's just kind of like we were at that part. But I'm trying to think, like, if someone was like, do you remember a party from, like, 30 years ago? And I, I – it's weird because I do remember, like, going to parties and stuff. And there's some that I do remember and uneventful ones. Right. But there have to be a lot of parties I just don't remember. You know what I mean? Right. Um. Sorry, this is another – I mean, his like – you know – it. His defense was all over the fucking place because... He just kept doing what Trump... He just pivoted to his talking points of like, I played basketball and um, I know women. and like Because Harris kind of made him look bad because she, she asked the question like, do you think you can be friends with women and then mistreat other women? Mm. And then that's when he was like, I, no, you know, I, there's women who signed a thing and they... And then I I knew women and they you know they liked me and it was like oh that's God. not at all you're completely almost yeah. reinforcing her point you're right. just talking about women that you were nice to but you can still do that and be shitty to other women you know what I mean yeah and just have like a profound disrespect for women fundamentally right um, so and then right, this is this is the other thing that was really annoying because. Like the Renata alumnus thing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like no. in the yearbook, him and all his friends wrote Renata alumnus, this girl's name. Like, and she found out about it later. Like, you know, they told her about it now oh, okay. that there's like 20 dudes in the yearbook that say Renata alumnus. Her last name is Renata. Oh, and so she's it's like, like, they, oh, like they all slept with her or something. Right. Which is like what. And then, you know, she even made a comment like, oh, I didn't know they did that. That's like really horrifying and hurtful. Yeah. And they asked him about it. And he was like. That we just wanted her to know that, like, w- she was friends with us. Whatever. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's friends like, with us. That's what seventeen-year-old guys at at prep school in the sports do. Like, there's like, oh, we just there's this one girl we really want her to know, like she she's friends with us. Yeah. Um. 
So it's like answers like that. It was just like, all right, dude, come on. I don't know. Why can't you just, just admit to that? Like, be like, I don't know. Like, we wrote something stupid. Yeah, we were pegs. We were like dumb young guys. I almost feel like that's the defense that's getting him more sympathy from men than anything that he actually says. Um, is like just the concept to most dudes of like not wanting to be held accountable for something they did when they were 17 being like, well, you know, we all make mistakes when we're young. Right. Right. We get a second chance. And it's like, well, maybe you shouldn't get all the privileges. Like maybe you you shouldn't be able to serve on the Supreme court. Maybe you shouldn't be able to be president of the United States. And yeah. And, um, and that's what this all is. It's just so that Trump, he won't, make trump testify yeah the supreme court will he will he'll have his guy on the supreme court and he'll be like no we we're not gonna have we're not gonna the investigation will not well i mean i was just like wondering why this has to be like remember last time when you talked about like you know is this the hill you want to die on and it's like is this really like is he so married to this one pro-life like you know in the pocket asshole that like he couldn't just find another guy well, to take the seat if this one doesn't work out. Well, that's like, what the the problem is. They need they're trying to push him through because of the midterm elections. They're they're afraid they're just gonna they're gonna lose yeah. the uh, the Congress. So it's kind of like that's why they won't give up on it because he's he's this far through, and they're like right. we have to push him through. But it is that thing of like you kind of have to just call not truce, but you just kind of have to like at one point like accept. He's a really bad candidate. You know what he's, I mean? He's There's, horrible. It's really bad. This is, and if he gets on, which he probably will, yeah, I know. It's not going to be like, oh, whatever. It's going to be it's gonna bad. It's going to be horrible. Yeah, and and that's why, like, I'm really upset because, in a way, this all sort of feels like it feels like getting put through the ringer, even though you know that you're going to lose everything. Right, and once he you know gets the job, and it, it also seems like a lot of people are. I'm sorry to interrupt. Um, no, it's all right. It seems like a lot of people are trying to save face politically by coming out on one side of it, but not actually taking the action to prevent him from getting in. Right, like uh, Flake is kind of doing that. Yeah, I mean, he did at least do something. I mean, he did it in like the wussiest way possible, but he did at least get the investigation to happen. Yeah. Um, but I mean, just imagine a guy who like now he has all this resentment and he's such a vengeful, horrible guy, clearly in the pocket of one side. And then he gets the the power. Oh my, oh my God. Like how, you know what I mean? Just imagine if you were trying to get a job and everyone like tried to stop you from getting the job and attacked you. And then you got the job where you had power over all these people. Like how would you act in that situation? Oh my God. <laughs> Um, he's gonna be a monster yeah i mean like you know so everything that we saw in that hearing is gonna be him just on the supreme court like screaming crying being a baby getting mad right and then talking about all his accomplishments as though that's like right right um so but so one of the answers that he gave which was weird it was in defense to i guess him drinking a lot was he so he he referenced that in the yearbook they they wanted to kind of come across a certain way and it was and he referenced three movies. Yeah. And they were like basically movies that your family like re- was responsible for. Was, yeah, like Did you see three. that happen? Happen? My mom 
took a video of it and she showed it to me. So because he says um, like, you know, this we were trying to convey that, you know, the, the culture at the time was like, you know, Caddyshack and Animal House and Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Right. And, and we're like, oh, my mom. I thought that I was like, oh, her mom and dad oh wrote God. or directed all those movies. I know. And it made me feel so <laughs> gross. Like, I just like wanted to go and take a shower after I heard him say that because like. It's, you know, you don't want to think that, like, anything that your family was a part of in any way contributes to that culture. But then I felt like I I tweeted something about it and someone else commented saying, like, at least all the move, all the sex in those movies was consensual. And it's like, there you go. There's the difference. Like, right. You can say that. What was it? Um, was it 16 Candles where the girl yeah. like wakes up and is like drugged out and stuff like that's yeah, rapey yeah. but like no one in Fast Times or Caddyshack or Animal well, House well Animal House there's one scene there's one scene where he thinks he about doesn't it do but he it. doesn't do it right right um, but, and it's like you know borderline creepy but also like you right know. right he doesn't do it so um, well I think later in the movie that don't they do it later in the movie and then he finds out she's like 13 or something but she like tells they do do it later yeah well they um, yeah they she says but it's it. like he didn't know that she was that young and that was still like consensual but like yeah it was just one of those things where it's like don't drag my fucking family into this like it, it's, it's the same way I hate when people did that really about, like did that really like kind of like piss you off it did it really piss me off because it's like you know just because you're a malicious asshole doesn't mean that you get to blame like the culture or the filmmakers it's the same way whenever like a high school gets shot up and people start blaming the video games and it's when like they blame caddyshack and it's like yeah it was like also yeah you want a guy <laughs> yeah. in the supreme court that's going to invoke the caddyshack defense right. are you fucking kidding me i think that's an example too of like people making things and then like the wrong audience like be like embracing yeah. it like i'm really into the beastie boys mm-hmm. and whenever i see interviews with them they always talk about like when License to Ill became big. Yeah. Like, were you, I mean, were you, did you? I was you, young. But. Um, and they were kind of like the wild party, fra- you know, beer drinking guys. And, th- and that was the image they had. And mm-hmm. they would like jump around. And they would like have women in cages. And they were saying they were doing it kind of as like a joke, almost making fun of that culture. And then yeah. they said, um, you know, because they were like grew up, you know, like Brooklyn and Manhattan, so they yeah. weren't like fratty guys. No, they're they were like fa- Brooklyn Jews. Yeah, they were like New Yorky guy. And I grew up here too, so I and I, you know, they were older than me, but I was very like I was very like grew up in that same culture. Like I got into rap really young, mm-hmm. and then I went to a school that had a frat boy. You know, it was like a big frat boy presence, and I hated it. So anyway, they were saying that like. After they became big, they would do concerts, and then it became filled with these like people they hated. Oh, so they'd man. be do- performing for all these like frat boy guys, and they were that's when they were like, "Oh my god! Like, what have we become? Like, yeah. this is so." So that's like an example of making a movie or something, and then the wrong p- people like the movie. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, it's the same way I feel about uh, Rick and Morty in South Park, because a lot of people are trying to like pin Rick and Morty as a sort of like white dude misogynist show, and it's like, no, that doesn't come through the actual show or the writing at all. And in fact, they've gone through great lengths over the past couple of years to try and employ more female writers. Um, and it's like, you know, just because there's a handful of assholes who like the show right. doesn't mean that that sh- 
onus should reflect on the creators. It's you know you can't choose who likes your stuff. Yeah, and that must be weird. I you know you don't really think about that, but like when you make something and then like you have fans that are, like it's probably happened to your parents where like. They're, they run into fans who are like, hey, who are probably people that they hate, who yeah. like love what they do. And they're probably like, oh my God. I think it's kind of what happened to Chappelle. Mm. Like he was doing Chappelle's show and he said he was doing this like race skit and that he heard like a white guy laughing in the wrong way. Yeah, and I like felt laughing at the wrong thing. Yeah. So he was, that's kind of what he was saying that he was, he had this big impact, but he was doing it to convey one thing and it was getting certain people it was entertaining people he didn't want to entertain that he didn't like that's really interesting them in the wrong way and i get that and that's one of the pitfalls of like doing something that's supposed to be satirical and it's really funny how like someone can just um kind of interpret something they see in a way that's not accurate because when he said that i was on twitter and someone wrote yeah, like Fast Times at Bridgemont High, this movie. Oh, you mean the movie about a guy who rapes a girl in a pool house? But and he doesn't. I know, it's and I like, was like, oh my you, God. He's masturbating in a pool house and having a fantasy, and none of that actually happened. No, no, but do you know? I think she Oh, wait, no, he, she does have sex with, but it's not rape. She No, she has sex with Damone in the pool house. She just wants to have sex house. with him, yeah. yeah the problem is he's, he's, he's done fast. Yeah, it's... But I was like, oh my God, like, did someone like not remember that movie correctly? Like, I mean, but someone just put that out they there. They just painted the rape right into it. Um, yeah, which is such an odd, I was like, oh my God, like, that's a that's an odd thing to say. Yeah. That they spun, because yeah, Fast Times doesn't have anything like that. No, it's, just it's about, all consensual. And, yeah. you know, and Caddyshack too. And it's like, I don't even but, think there is sex in There's like one there's like kind one of sex scene. sex scene in Caddyshack. That barely happens. Yeah. Um. It's the blonde chick, you know, and she says something sultry and then it cuts to them after the fact. Um, She's like topless. Yeah. And then and then Ted Knight comes in <laughs> and starts like trying to kill the guy because yeah. it's like his, his uh, daughter. niece. I think it's or, his niece. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that sad? I'm like not obsessed with Caddyshack. <laughs> I'm I've, actually like, not I've either. I've seen it like a couple of times. I was like, yes, yeah, it's, it's got funny moments. Do you you like it though? Cad- yeah. I, Caddyshack's not my favorite. Um, Groundhog Day is my favorite. Um, movie or movie that your dad directed? Movie that Harold. Um, yeah, Groundhog Day is good, and I think I like Caddyshack. I do think it's a little Caddyshack's um, funny. Like, I don't love it. Those people love it. You know what I mean? Like the early stuff was like you know really rambunctious and boyish. Um, but there were parts where I sort of felt like structurally it was just sort of like you know yeah i think that's a big argument people make of that movie <laughs> they really lack structure and the dump in the pool scene i didn't well resolve neatly that was his or... first movie right it was his first movie yeah. and i i think i've talked about how the doug kenny who produced it and i think maybe helped write it you know who started the national lampoon um was so bummed out because it didn't do well when it came out. It went up against Airplane oh, and shit. Airplane like kill and Caddyshack didn't he and he thought it was a huge failure. Yeah. And so he kind of never, you know, and then he died. So he wasn't able to live to see all this, the, the legacy of it. Yeah. Um, But I got off track that I don't know. What oh, I so was... the Kavanaugh thing. Yeah. It was just, it was like such, it was such weak sauce. It's, you know, yeah, um, I just thought that was funny. Like, oh, of all the three movies, too. But I guess at that time, those were the kind of the iconic movies. Yeah. 
Um, it's like the tits and ass teenager movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, kind of, yeah. Why couldn't it have been Meatballs? Yeah, or, and I'm sure Meatballs... Oh, I know, wait. why couldn't they have referenced... But did your dad have anything no, to do with that? No, he did. I think he did do Meatballs. What was the other one we were talking about? Animal um, House? No, not... I don't know if it was a movie of his. It was like a summer... Porky's. I'm thinking of Porky's. Oh, yeah, yeah. Why couldn't it have been Porky's? Yeah, well, and first of all, why wasn't it Porky's? Because yeah. that's more like indicative of that. Like, that is like a hardcore like sex movie that there's not a lot of redeeming value that movie doesn't stand up because there's not much beyond just like naked women in the movie right like caddyshack and all those were like funny movies yeah but it, I, I guess it is funny to like I, th- I think people have a skewed idea of them now because it's been so long like i think people think of them as these like crazy sex movie and they're really like fast times is not like it like in that movie they're not really partying no that's not, not like a party sex movie no they're just sort of like you know they want to have they want to hook up but there's no like big parties there's no like it's kind date of sh- rape it's it's very suburban it's kind of showing how teenagers lives are very complicated yeah and like not filled with fun you right. know what i mean it was a slice of life kind of yeah movie in a way because it's like a lot of people in the movie their lives are not going well you know yeah. like judge reinhold's character his life falls apart after his girlfriend dumps him yeah. jennifer jason lee has to get into board you know what i mean it's like bad yeah. things happen spicoli's the only one that's like partying yeah there's no party scene in it <laughs> no there really isn't it's so funny how it like got classified as like sort of a you know party movie i think just because spicoli yeah which is really spicoli. weird because Spicoli's not really in the movie that he's much he's not in it that much and everyone still wears those shoes and you know he's the most identifiable character yeah he's like and i think that's good that he's not in it a lot because it would you don't want it to be a spicoli movie it would have been overkill it would have been like bill and ted's excellent times of yeah <laughs> i mean that's a pretty good movie though but yeah yeah that's it's just a mo- different that's a movie with two Spicolis, the yeah. whole movie. Um, uh, Vice did an article recently, actually, about Animal House and, I guess, movies of that ilk. I won't particularly Animal House about, like, oh, it's its 40th anniversary and should we just put this out to pasture because it's an, it you know represents a culture that's outdated and misogynistic and blah, blah, blah. Did they just write that? I guess it must have been recent, like, maybe over, like, the past month because my uh, half-brother, Daniel, on Harold's side, sent it to me. And the comments were, like, amazing. He was like, look at the comments, because, like, everyone came out swinging in favor of Animal House, being like, really, this is the shit that you want to report on? Like, right, you know, right. Vice, you used to be good, and, like, you know... They, they were saying, like, they, they should retire Animal House? Yeah, being like, oh, you know, this movie, like, has all these sort of, like, negative... What's really funny um, is it's supposed to take place in like the 60s, right? Or like the 50s? It's supposed to take place in the 50s, yeah. Yeah, right? Uh, you know, I don't, I understand like society should, you know, eternally seek progress, but I also don't think that we should hold things from, I don't you think know, Animal decades House... ago up to the, you know, yeah. up to the same standards as, you know, it's like. I don't know that Animal went... House is the problem. No, Animal House isn't the problem. <laughs> it's like when, it's like when people <laughs> got really mad at Lou Reed's Take a Walk on the Wild Side for being insensitive to the trans community. And it's like, it was unheard of for someone to even talk about someone being trans in any capacity. Does he, what does he say in that song about trans? Well, sort of like, I think the more you know, offensive the part first, is the color girls The color part, girls yeah. thing, which he took out. Oh, he um, did? Yeah, now when, whenever he used to sing it, 
and he would be like, and all the girls sang. Oh, uh, okay. But the first verse is like, you know, oh, so and uh, you know, this girl, you know, she plucked her eyebrows yeah. and you know shaved her legs, and then he was a she, and you know. Oh right, right. Um, but he was like really hardcore on drugs at that point, I'm sure. But also, he was bi. Like, oh, you he know, was. He's probably, like, is he yeah, dead? He's dead. Okay. Um. So it's Bummer. like you know, talk about one of the pioneers of like the queer community, like and one of his greatest hits, like not holding up to like the PC standards of 2018. Like, yeah, that's a little bit weird. Of like, I don't, you know, I was talking to someone the other day, and the, you know, the whole movement and everything, and they're like, well, they're gonna have to like get rid of these movies and these shows like you know because i was even talking about like the show mash did you ever watch that i never i mean it's just i've never watched it but i should because i love alan alda and oh yeah and people i mean people you do and shit you, over mash you love alan alda you, you've never watched mash like what else is he even <laughs> it's funny because like Woody allen movies because like i was so into mash young that if i ever saw alan alda in anything else i was always like what is this because i so identified him with with that character, that yeah. him being in a movie to me was like weird. It's like, why are you here and not in Mesh? <laughs> yeah, because I just saw Hawkeye. You know what I mean? And oh, he's yeah. like, um, I mean, it's it's. I mean, it's really good for a while. It gets bad because mm-hmm. it's on so long, but and you can even see the shift in the show. Like his character is supposed to be like a womanizer. Oh, okay. And um. In the first years, he would do this thing where, like, he would just, like, be walking and he would just grab a woman who was standing there and just, like, make out with her. Like, like, oh, yeah. like, um, tip her over and, like, make out with her. Right. And then stop and the woman would be, like, stunned, but, like, yeah. in a good way. Right. Um, and I remember even then, young, seeing that and being like, that looks weird. That, that, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> but it was, like, totally passe at the time. And, you know, I'm not saying it was a good thing, but like, you know, I still like the Marx Brothers and watching Harpo chase girls around in a cartoony way. And I think that, yeah. you know, maybe that's the distinction is like, you know, we're not really there's, there's I saw this, that young and I wasn't I never once have been um, tempted. I've never when I grew up was like, yeah, I got to just, just chase her around. Yeah, I'm just going to grab this woman. Well, he wasn't like good at I, I don't no, really know no, them Harpo, that well. Yeah. No, Harpo would just it like chase work, them around right? and honk a horn at them. Like, right. no, it never. I never once was like, oh, that's the way to do it. That's swap. And I think, you know, it's like <laughs> I, people... I, I, threw, I threw away my horn like two years ago. <laughs> oh, well, there's your problem. Yeah. If you were honking at women, well, <laughs> they'd be falling all over themselves. Right, right. Um, People don't make the distinction anymore between um, live action comedy that's supposed to be more reflective of cartoon conventions and less reflective yeah. of, you know, actual reality. Do you think what are some movies that you think are reflective of like cartoon? I mean, I think Animal House is very cartoony. It I is, think that yeah. like, you know, Marx Brothers are very cartoony and the Stooges are cartoony and 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 that was a big um, thing with national. You know, Mash was probably very cartoony. Airplanes very cartoony, and it's you airplanes know- not. <laughs> <laughs> airplanes a documentary. Yeah, yeah. Airplane is very. They play it very straight. Yeah. I just was rewatching that like this week. I hadn't seen it in years, and uh, I it's yeah, it's funny. You know, it's so weird. You know what I mean? It's it's really funny though. It's just j- joke after joke. Right. 
Um, um, the 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 creepy thing is though, if you like sort of tip too far to one side, you run the risk of becoming like those comics gate assholes that are like, oh, you know, this doesn't appeal to my like male sensibility of like you know having cartoon characters with big enough tits or having everyone be white and it's like okay i don't want to err on that side clearly but i also think that you know taking everything super seriously as though it's supposed to reflect reality is sort of like and that is what with with animal house that's what they were doing like the national lampoon that's what that was their whole thing was they were so new they were just kind of trying to be shocking and like do these kind of you know like the the iconic cover with the dog and the gun yeah that says if you don't buy this magazine we'll kill this dog yeah i mean it's so like it's very um, provocative yeah um, and like so animal house is kind of like that was what the national lampoon did they did they really like walked that line yeah. of like is this like too far like the whole um vacation part with the dog when he leaves the dog have you seen you haven't seen vacation have you no i've seen parts of the original but do you know the scene too. there's a part where they they have a dog that they have to take on the trip with them that they yeah. don't want to take oh, and no. and it's always attacking everyone it's like the grandmother's dog oh, okay and then they are driving and then the cop pulls them over and is like hey and then there's like a dog leash with no dog in it Mm -hmm. like being dragged and he's like you know i could arrest you for like animal cruelty and the thing is that he he tied the dog to the car and forgot about it and just drove off and so the dog died yeah and um but it's kind of played it's like a joke you know but it's really dark and it is funny but it's really like it is dark raw you know what i mean it's very dark yeah so that's what i mean like they would always kind of like that line of like that kind of humor was hadn't really been done a lot in movie you know what i mean yeah yeah um and since then like it's been done more but now it's sort of facing a backlash again um yeah, you can't get away away with it as as that's and then PC culture started happening not long after that and uh it became but I do remember that really young like watching vacation and that they, and then there's a part where someone dies and they just leave her like on the front porch. Right. I mean it's supposed to be like <laughs> and and that's why I really like comedies that are centered around anti-heroes like Seinfeld and you know Yeah. probably like it sounds like what vacation is. It's like these aren't characters to be looked up to or emulated they're like idiots and they're like forgetful and they're bad people and they're conniving and they just want to get to where they're trying to get well that's why i thought seinfeld was so good because i feel like later on later when the show was almost ending that people would make comments about even in the show that they were like kind of shitty and i remember being like really i never like saw that i never like thought of them as like bad people even though they kind of were i think that that was kind of what what resonated is that they were kind of like regular people right like regular people would shit on their friends yeah (laughs) and i think that's why you know it's weird because like i feel like in a way trying to sort of police ideas that portray like you know people who are bad people is is like kind of toxic for society because there's a catharsis that comes with watching characters like that sort of get put through all the you know 
all the trials and tribulations of being shitty or egotistical right. and stuff. You know what I mean? It's like you can we, be like, oh, I'm not like that. Well, I mean, no, I'm, I think it's sort of like we all relate to those impulses and to sort of see what happens to somebody if you just follow your baser instincts to their inevitable conclusion is sort of like, yeah, that's why you don't do Right. All that shit. Like it's it's universal and it's relatable, but like no one in their right mind would actually behave that way. But yeah. it's sort of cathartic and hilarious to watch someone be put through the ringer because Right. Like vacation know. I think resonated a lot because it's like a very universal thing to watch, like a family kind of going like stuck in a car and everything goes wrong. Yeah. And it's a like you know, it's basically like a dad forcing them to go on a vacation and everyone's having a horrible time. Right. But it's very like, but no, like we have to like do this because we're a family and this is, and it's like everyone's miserable, but that's what family vacations are. It's right. just, we're going to be miserable together for like a week. Yeah. Um, and like real, you know, and horrible things. And like in real life, hor- you know, a lot of people have stories of like, oh, I went on vacation and like, our dog like die, you know what I mean? Like some horrible thing happened. I just, you know, maybe this sounds kind of bleak, but I don't think that there's any comedy in watching good things happen to good people. You know what I mean? Like the best comedies arise out of watching like shitty, stupid people do shitty, stupid things and have horrible things happen to them or react to, Horrible things in wildly inappropriate ways, like yeah. You I, didn't think that that movie Heaven is for Real was funny. Do you know what that is? No. <laughs> I, I, I they started doing this thing where they came out with like religious e movies. Mm. It was based on a book, and it was like about a kid who who almost died and then when he came back he he like basically had met god okay and he was like telling the story and everyone thought he was crazy but then it was like the dad was like no i believe my son he did you know because then he came back like knowing things that he he wouldn't know know. like about his mom having a miscarriage Mm -hmm. and it was this like movie about you know and then it came out that it wasn't true like the book wasn't true (laughs) that's funny um but that I, part's hilarious. Yeah, that, but I mean, it wasn't supposed to be a comedy. But yeah, that was a movie of like. Um, I mean, can you think of a comedy like that where like nothing bad really happens and no, it's I really bad? Like, I mean, no. I'm trying to think. There have to be some bad comedies that. Yeah, I don't know. You know, I just like I don't. You know, and it's not fun to watch. You know, characters in comedies who are like good people because i don't know there has to be like a certain level of like the human id where it's just like yeah we relate to being you know sleazy or deceitful or like petty petty or like you know you know some maybe someone who like things aren't going well that's a big theme obviously in comedies is like they start out a lot and it actually, I, I saw an interview with someone where, like, it kind of started, the template was copied a lot after Stripes. Yeah. where Because the beginning of the movie is he, like, loses everything, and he's, like, a total loser. Like, everyone leaves, you know, like, his girlfriend leaves him and everything, yeah. and then he, then the movie goes from there. And a lot of times, movies would start with, like, oh, their life completely falls apart, and then they have to do this. Right. Um... There was actually another movie that just oh yeah and that was Animal House for so many years was like 
Every, whenever a movie would come out, people would be like, "This is they're trying to be Animal House." Yeah, you know what I mean, right? Like they'd be like, "Oh, it's Animal House on a river." Like right. there was a movie called Up the Creek. Oh, okay. And it was about like a frat, like a college river raft race, and they were like, "It's Animal House on." And there's even people from oh, um, Tim Matheson is in it. Oh, really? Yeah, and oh, another shit. guy from Animal House is in it. So the, it was clearly they were like, "We're just gonna do Animal House on a on a raft." Right. Um. <laughs> Animal raft. <laughs> I mean, and I remember, like, they. I think they probably even, like, said that in the ad. Oh, you know what God. I mean? That is really funny, though, when you think about that. Because, like, uh, uh, this is another. So, like, did you hear the thing with, like, Chevy Chase that happened last week? No. What happened? I mean, I think it was, like, the New Yorker. Or some some uh, periodical did a, uh, an, a story about him. Because, you know, like, how he's sort of just been known for being a shitty guy person like burning every bridge and then comes out and he's like i want to work and it's like no one wants to work with you so that's basically the article they're oh, really? like something like chevy chase is 74 and wants to work the problem is no one wants to work with them and it's yeah. all about they're just this guy spent like a week with chevy chase and he's like he's like this is what i wrote and like and he basically just says all these like horrible things yeah like, cause he apparent, you know, he he was on Community. Kind of says like some racist shit. Oh, really? Is that why yeah. he got fired from Community? He didn't get. I think he left. I don't know. Then they talk about they all hated him. Yeah. Um. But so your mom made that movie with him. Oh, Did she, she ever tell you any stories about it? I think I think I've asked you this, but she hated him so much because he was just this really. I guess he was just like really cruel. He was like. He was a dick. She said he was anti-Semitic, but she thinks everyone's anti-Semitic. So it's hard to tell with her. Um, but he and but Her- him and Harold were really good friends, right? He and Harold right? were really good friends. And I, Mom told me that at one point, like, Harold had to fly to Europe to tell Chevy and Beverly D'Angelo to, like, go easy on her. And Beverly D'Angelo? Because she was, like, a real bitch to her, too. Really? I think they just, like, didn't respect her at all. And, and Do you know why? I just because, like, no, I mean, they just seem full of themselves, right? Right. Um, and so, I think we, you 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 talked a little about it before. So, her she had a really bad experience in that movie. Yeah, she she didn't have a good time. Um, um, I think it's just amazing because you know, growing up with Chevy Chase and you don't know anything about him, and then finding out slowly that he was just this horrible monster. It's so funny because, like, maybe because she would always tell me ever since I was little, she would always talk about what an asshole he was. So I just grew up believing that, like, this guy's an asshole and I will never like this person, right? And I don't get why everyone else likes this person. And then everyone else started sort of being like, hey, I hear, I hear he's an asshole, and it's like, yeah, he probably. Just yeah, so this this article was kind of like the culmination of all those rumors. You know what I mean? Because I feel like things go viral now, you know, because of like Twitter and everything. So like, there are always kind of stories about him being horrible, but now it's like, like in this article, he just comes off really like he just basically like really. It's it's amazing to watch because there was a time where he was like the king of Hollywood, and now it's just like he's like a you know he's just. In you know, in this house, and like no one likes him. He doesn't really have any friends. And he doesn't know why, and he's just Aww. like that. Makes me feel bad for him. Well, it it is really it does, but it Poor does. Rich but, old white dude. Yeah, and I mean, I'm sure he's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah, but like, it, it is one of those things. Like, it it must be so weird to like, you know, because there are people I'm sure that like grew up with him and stuff, and then started working with him, and it must be it must have been so odd 
to right. like you know that thing of like meeting one of your heroes and then they're just like the worst person in the world. I'm trying to think if that ever happened to me. Oh, okay. I I. I, I met Janine Garofalo one time and she was like kind of mean to me. And oh, it, she like, was? She wasn't really like my hero, but I was like oh, a big no. fan of hers. And I then, like her a lot and too. And she was really mean to me. And that's the second story because my mom had a story about Janine Garofalo kind of giving her the stink eye. Did my, she work with her? or? Well, no, my mom were, was working on Night at the Roxbury and I guess she was at like an SNL party and like Janine Garofalo was talking to Chris Kattan and then my mom walked up to them and Janine Garofalo gave her like this bitchy look like, ugh, who the fuck are you? And then yeah. when Chris Kattan was like, oh, this is Amy Hackerling, she, changed she was her. like, hi! You yeah. know? But in that moment, That's like my the mom worst. was like, ugh, fuck you. Um, yeah, I'm I, I'm exactly that way. But I when people change their attitude to me because there's a reason to, I I hate them even more. Well, my mom's just very, you know, she's petty in her own way. So it's like, you know, oh, she hates Bjork because she said that she met her at a party <laughs> once and Bjork. Who doesn't hate Bjork? Bjork That's such a funny. No, she, she hates Bjork. She hates Bjork because when they were introduced, Bjork curtsied. And my mom, like, you know, old school from the Bronx, she's just like, who the fuck curtsies? Oh, my God. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, that's, that's such an arbitrary reason to hold a grudge. Oh, that, that's the only reason? That's the only reason. Uh, okay. It's just like, who the fuck curtsies? All and right. It's like, well, maybe, okay. maybe Chevy Chase was curtsying to her maybe. a lot. <laughs> no, um, I think she, like, handed him, like, a rewrite of something, and he, like, threw it back, being like, you know, who wrote this? Your Jewish lawyers or something like that? Oh, uh, wow. Um. I'm trying to, th- and then like I, 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 I was, I was a big Vince Vaughn fan. I was a huge Vince Vaughn fan mm-hmm. at one point, and at that point when I was a huge, I met him, and he was really nice to me. Oh, that's cool. And then he was mean to me later. Oh, I saw no. him. He wasn't mean, but I saw him again. Well, he, he was kind of mean. He was very rude to me. He was really nice because I was friends. He was with a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, yeah. And he was really, and then I saw him again, and I wasn't with my friend, and he was just like. He was like, he didn't say get away from me, but he basically was like, get away from me. Right. Um, yeah. That vibe where it's like, yeah. Hi. <laughs> I will. So like I brought up my friend to make sure he like remembered that I knew him through the friend and he was just like, oh, yeah. Mm. I was like, oh, wow. Yeah. That shit. So then I, I didn't like him after that. So but it it is. I don't know. What do you expect? You know what I mean? All These right. people aren't going to be your uh it's they're not going to be exactly who you want them to be. Have you ever experienced that? You ever met someone that you really looked up to and they were just, and they just like drop kicked you? Um, oh, Bjork. Bjork. I remember when I was a little kid, I met Candace Bergen, and I I don't know, you know, I wasn't like a huge fan or anything, but I liked her at the time. And my friend Aaron Margolis was like best friends with her daughter or something like that, and I was like. Oh, you know, I, I sort of like in the in my dumb seven year old way yeah. went up to her and was like, "My, I know Aaron," and she's yeah. like, "Oh, like, get away you. from me!" Like, oh, she was like that. Well, I mean, she was just like, "Oh yeah, she's nice," and then like you know, very just like, yeah, like how can I get out of this? Yeah, I mean, I get it. I, I mean, get it. Like a random kid walks up to you and is like, "I know so and so," and it's like, "I'm Murphy Brown, go away." Yeah. Um, I mean, I can't say I've ever been like personally <laughs> devastated by any of my heroes. Yeah, and the, the, um, the thing is, you shouldn't. I mean, you shouldn't really like when people have that. You you shouldn't be looking at these people in a certain way. You can admire them, but you shouldn't be like, well, they're going to be my best friend. Oh my god! Well, I mean, like I've had certain disappointments, but that had every bit to do with probably how I handled a situation, yeah. and not to do with them. 
Um, right. Because, you know, I just tend to be awkward and a goof and I say all the wrong things in all right. the wrong ways. I met Jack Nicholson when I was like 10 and he was really nice. I'll bet he's rad. He was re- it was at the Oscars. And oh, he, and you were yeah, doing yeah, the thing. Yeah. At the, yeah. And he was re- and it's like a I, it's like and I bear I kind of knew who he was at the time, but it's like bur- that image is always burned in my brain of like how nice he was. Like probably the nicest celebrity I've ever met in my life. Was he high as fuck? He, I mean, he must have been. He had I mean, it was at the end of the show. Yeah. He had just he had an Oscar in his hand. <laughs> oh, shit. Shaking it like I I remember him being like a, like 2 feet away from me like shaking his Oscar. I was oh like Oh my god. Um, and you know, it was one of those things at the time I didn't realize the gravity of it. Like I was, I didn't know that not everyone that that wasn't a normal thing. You know, right. that I was like, oh, I'll, I'll probably get an Oscar. <laughs> everyone just gets an Oscar. <laughs> yeah, right? like oh, this, yeah, that's how that's how it works. Um, right. All right. I've had, I love delusions of grandeur. They're so yeah, comforting. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm totally gonna egot one day. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I mean, I think at that point I was like, I, I don't know that I was like, oh, I want to, but I do think when I left the Oscars, I was, I'd gotten a lot of attention. I was like, oh yeah, I should like, like win one of those. Yeah, should like go into acting because it always ends well for child stars. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. Oh, speaking of child stars, did we talk about Lindsay Lohan? Oh no, do you want to talk about it real quick? Sure. What? Ha- so what? I saw it. Basically, she was like harassing like uh, a family. She tried to like kidnap <laughs> some woman's kid. It's she, so like, like ins- she's like really going above like, and not only that, but she was like videotaping it. She was videotaping it, but she was also talking to them in an accent. And she and she's saying, to, I saw the video at the beginning. She's like, "Hey, come with me to the kids." Yeah. She's like, "I have a hotel." Is she's she like, trying hey, to help the kids? And then she's saying to the woman, "Like you're trafficking children, right? Like you know this. You're you Arab. This is like you know Pakistan. Don't mention. And then she don't goes, fuck don't with Pakistan." What does that mean? Saying it with an accent. Yeah, it doesn't. She was fucking wasted. So what? Probably. I don't like. I I don't really. So does she even work anymore? Like, what does she do? This. You know what's she so funny? You know what's so funny? I feel like she's been this crazy. Like, I don't want to say, but like. I don't know, like, uh, been through the ringer. And she's, like, 24. She's not... I mean, I know she's older, no, but she's, she's not... No, like, she's very, my age, but she looks like she's But 50. she's, like, very... Still very young for what has ha- transpired yeah. in her life. She really did herself in, I think, with, like, the drugs and the drinking and all that shit. Yeah, and, she really, really got off course, like, very... And never got back on course. But she must have always had, like, an element of just, like... You know, train wrecky. Yeah, and then she still kind of worked every now and then. Liz and Dick is one of the best worst movies ever. I could, I literally, I remember I turned it on just to see what it was, and it was like she wasn't even trying to be a character. <laughs> she was just being her in like with like black hair. Yeah, she's Lindsay Lohan. I was like, way. oh my god, you're not even trying to be her. Yeah. Um, it's so funny. That was kind of the. I feel like that was her last. Like, I mean, I know she's done movies here and there, but like nothing. I feel like she's been kind of done for a while. And and I, I feel like people were like waiting for her to have her, oh, I got my shit together. Now I'm okay. And she never right. has had that. Yeah, she's had like glimpses of it. I would love, love, love to make a Valley of the Dolls remake with Lindsay Lohan and Paris Hilton and Kim I've never Kardashian. seen that. Is that Russ Meyer? Um, no. I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember who directed it. Um. 
but it's just it's it's terrible it's you know and, and and no one in it is like acting well and it's just what's it about it's Cra- about three girls that like each sort of like you know have this like tragic downfall because of pills and okay. um sharon tate is in it and really? patty duke and it's just like, like how so- old were they in it they were young. They were is like it, young is it, and is it hot. Bad? It's like it's it's terrible. Oh, really? <laughs> and it's like over the top and melodramatic and Is Sharon Tate bad in it? Oh like, yeah. Was she's she in a lot? Like, I don't think she was. No, and she's just like flat as cardboard. She and right. it's really kind of funny. And was it Patty Duke kind of trying to like revamp her image? Yeah, well she actually kind of plays like the Lindsay Lohanish character who like rockets the stardom, but then is just like this tortured, like broken soul to the point where she's like standing in an alley at one point screaming her own name. Yeah. And oh it's wow. Just like so That sounds like something like, Lindsay Lohan would do. I, that's what I'm Lindsay! thinking. Like what like what is she doing at home and stuff? You know what I mean? Like she can't be sober, right? Like she's probably on drugs still. If you're just like attacking families, she must have been so drunk or so pelled out. She sounded crazy. And then the woman like hits her, and then she yeah, starts she, like, crying. Punched her, and then she's like, Good. "I can't believe what just happened." That's what's so amazing about showbiz. It's just like you can be the, the you know from this level, and then like years later, you know families are just punching you in the throat, and you're just like on the floor crying. You know what I mean? Yeah, like the, so it must be like a real mind fuck. You're like, wait a minute, why am I now? I'm on the street. Well, I mean, like, I was really depressed <laughs> yesterday before having to do that show. I was really depressed because I had a really bad set before that at another show where there was, like, a stripper who, like, performed in the middle of, like, the night. She was, like, a stripper comedian. But where was she, that? Like, basically just stripped. It was in Queens. Who show? Um, who? Yeah, I've I've done shows. I don't want to, you know, and it's also it's almost like I don't fault them for having the stripper, like, you know, it, but, like, put her on first or put her on last so that, like... It doesn't it ruin doesn't. the uh, flow of the show. Yeah, so I was like having this day yesterday being like, what the fuck am I doing? I don't, you know, and then it's like whenever you think you feel really bad about yourself or you're in a bad place, you just go online and check on Lindsay Lohan and right. all of a sudden you feel so much better. Yeah, that's uh, it's funny. I was having a bad day on like Tuesday and uh, I went to go see Fahrenheit 11.9, you know? Yeah. I was like, I actually really wanted to see it, but I also didn't because it was like... It's depressing, the, yeah. the subject matter, and it's like going to a movie to, to see more about the depressing subject matter. Um, right. And then, uh, like, I, at the end of the movie, I'm, like, in the movie for, like, five seconds. Okay. They used, like, a clip yeah. from something I did on Daredevil years ago. I'm, like, an oh, FBI shit. guy, like, arresting someone. And someone had made a, vi- a video that went viral where they put Trump's face on the guy I was arresting. Yeah. And that, did you see that video? No. Did you? No. Hear, it came out like a year ago. It was oh, when okay. Mueller was like first, arre- like arresting people, and right. so everyone thought Trump was going down. And so it's, it's this long montage of the FBI busting the Trump administration. So Michael Moore used that clip because it's really funny. Like I'm kind of the face of busting Trump. Yeah. yeah, and he even used it in the movie. And I mean, it was very. You know, I didn't know. I went in not knowing oh, that. Shit. So I was like, oh my god, like that's so cool. I'm watching this movie, and I'm like in the movie. Like that was weird to me. Like I yeah. had done movies like like that no one has seen. Um, but this was like you know, and it's like nothing. I mean, I kind of was like, it's really nothing. But at the same time, it was like, wow, that's like pretty amazing to me. Yeah. So yeah, that kind of made me feel better. 
that's cool. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, there I am. Not everyone can say that. Right, right. And it's like a movie. It's like a good movie. And I, I like his movies. Yeah, no, um, me too. So. He's great. And then I went online. I saw like my name in the credits. And it's like, you know, the the credits are like George Clooney and, you know, Clinton and Obama and then me. Yeah. <laughs> in that order. Well, I'm before. I mean, it's in alphabetical order, so oh, it's shit. like I'm, oh, okay. it's like so Tom McCaffrey and then Michael Moore and then oh a couple God. down Barack Obama. That's funny. Yeah, that's kind of crazy, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Okay. Whatever, Obama. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, th- thanks for doing this. Thanks for having again. me again. Uh, you doing anything tonight? You doing any shows? No. Cool. Not tonight. Sweet. What about you? I might be doing Broadway later. Oh, cool. I'm not sure, though. Okay. Like, I, I think I can do it. I'm not sure if I'm going to do it. Oh, okay. All right. So it doesn't matter. All right. Well, thanks a lot. Nothing we'll, matters. Yeah. Um, we'll see you next time on the show. Yeah. Thanks. Bye bye. Pay my cable bill in 15 months. The ATM says I have insufficient funds. My money problems are really stressing me out. Day and night. Yeah, it's all that I think about. I look for money in the cushion of my couch. Me and Bill Gates ain't got nothing in common. To save money, I'm eating Matt Top Ramen. Got less possessions than the Dalai Lama. And I'm a broke. Then Jenna Jameson's time and got no checks coming in and my life is hell. I'm handing out IOUs at fucking Taco Bell. Got no cash and things are going fucking awry. Every night I pray that my rich uncle will die. Went to a hooker who looks like Robert De Niro. She wanted 30 bucks for sex. I was like, how about zero? Was stealing internet from my neighbor Bjorn. He moved, now I can't look at online porn. No more porn. I jerk off to glamour. Going bankrupt faster than MC Hammer. Used to steal from Target, but now they're on to me. Puffing so much weed, I should move to Honda Lee. Losing bad sleep due to the spark of economy. Got my mind, got my money, and my money on my mind. At the club, my credit card gets declined. Got my mind, got my money, and my money on my mind. So poor, can't even afford to spend time. Got my mind, got my money, yeah. and my money Second on my mind. Second verse, it only gets worse. Listen up, bitches, I'm about to start rapping again. Yeah. My credit's a joke, I got mad money gripes Oh, more back taxes than Wesley Snipes Other day someone asked me how was my portfolio I said good, even though I don't know what the fuck is a portfolio My funds are retarded like Cuba Gooding and radio Can't afford health insurance, but that's okay, yo When I get a fever, I pray it goes away, yo I went to a shadow, but I didn't have enough dough So I went to the bathroom, climbed out the window Collectors on my ass about my student loan When they call my phone, I say that Tom ain't home Don't even try and fuck with my money Homes. I'll drop your ass faster than the fucking Dow Jones. Don't have enough to buy or even lease. Last week I borrowed a dollar from my four-year-old niece. Damn. Didn't pay her back and her mama's irate. Got 99 problems, they're all money related. Got my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Can't get an apartment without a cosign. Got my mind on my money and my money on my mind. Been bouncing bad checks and now I'm getting fine. Got my mind on my money and my money on my mind. On a date with me, you won't get wine or dime. Got my mind on my money. My sister pays my cell phone bill. Yeah, bitches, I'm broke as fuck in this shit. Yeah, if you feel me, throw your food stamps in the air. Yeah, things aren't going that well for me right now. Yo, so don't steal this track. I need the money, know what I'm saying? Yeah, if I see your ass, I'll borrow a dollar and I'll pay it back. I can't even afford to pay the dude that's recording this track. Wait, what? Oh, I'm sorry. Did you hear that? Just get out of here, man. Do you validate parking by any chance?